Hi, ladies. I'm Henri, and I'm Blanca, and this is the Meow Podcast. Meow stands for My Empowerment of Women, and is a show dedicated to encouraging women to live empowered lives through storytelling. We are here to inspire women by advocating self-love, self-realization, self-development, mental health, and entrepreneurship. It's a platform for all women to find purpose and share their stories. Join us bi-weekly as we sit down and have heartfelt conversations that spark curiosity and inform you while we have some fun. Stay tuned, ladies. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Meow Podcast. On today's episode, I will be going through all of the zodiac signs, um, Aries through Pisces, and just some light and shadow keywords for each of the signs, as well as a quick definition on the energy of the overall sign and my experience with each of the signs. All of these experiences are from like a Cancer, so you know, I'm a water sign. So my experience with an Aries resonate different than someone who has like a lot of Taurus placements or a lot of fire fire in their chart. These are just like my light opinions. There are some zodiac signs that I do prefer over others, but I don't think that there is a zodiac sign that's good or bad. I think that each sign has a lower vibration and then there is a higher vibration. And in this lifetime, depending on what your chart is like and what the dominant element and what the dominant sign is, that is what you're really here to master overall for your energy and your personality. I really enjoy astrology. I think it's just a really fun way to get to know yourself. It can show you your unconscious patterns. I do believe that after a while, once you become very self-aware, you're able to tap into all of the signs and learn a little bit from, from all of them and get inspired by all of them and try to learn more about each energy so we do have freedom of choice so once you become fully conscious person then you can you know choose to move away from like our unconscious patterns that we tend to fall into i also believe that learning your birth chart can really help you with understanding the light and shadow aspects of your personality meaning that sometimes i think that we enjoy our light attributes that we like the parts of us that get attention the ones that people tend to compliment us on the ones that we know make us feel good about ourselves but then there's also a shadow part that we all have that we should all try to become aware of so that we can try to live life more consciously so i think that you know astrology just gives you at least an idea of your personality and then you can choose if you resonate or not yeah so i really feel like for a while people have been like encouraging me to start doing reports and i really enjoy like astrology and like teaching people about themselves and if i can light a light for you through any of my reports that would be amazing and if you want if you have any questions or if you're out here looking for guidance for your spiritual journey you know you're looking for someone to talk to because you're looking to change the way that your mind works please definitely reach out i really enjoy all of this again this is my passion and if i can give you a helping hand that would make me the happiest person So yeah, I'm here if you're looking for a friend or if you're looking to um, just share any information back and forth. So I'll just get into the episode. Yay! So I'm just going to go ahead and start with 
Aries, Aries are the babies of the zodiac. They are cardinal fire and they start the beginning of spring. If you are an Aries sun, then you were probably born between March 21st and April 20th. So here are some light and shadow keywords that describe an Aries. So light keywords are, they are assertive, energetic, adventurous, urgent, forthright, dynamic, and confident. The shadow side of Aries is that they can be selfish, quick-tempered, impatient, and impulsive. Aries are the ruler of the first house, so they are the beginning of the astrological new year. Characteristics of an Aries are new beginnings. They have a me-first attitude, and I really feel like you tell when you're in the presence of an Aries. They always, not all of them, because again, it depends on like the whole chart, but if they have like a well-placed Aries sun, you're really going to see that because they tend to be very confident within themselves. They're always like the first people that want to do something. They're kind, they have like a very leader type of energy. They're very hopeful and I just feel like they're very youthful. I personally really love the sign of Aries and I think that if you're a, a woman born with an Aries sun, then I think you're very lucky because it just makes you naturally a very confident person and I think that it makes you very like self-assured you don't even maybe they could be hiding it deep deep down that they're insecure but for the most part they have this pridefulness to them about their self-confidence and for a while I was like attracting a lot of Aries I had to like learn from them because they always speak their mind they're always very sassy and like they just don't take any shit I really enjoy Aries energy when it is in its highest vibration because I think that they can be very fun and they really can be the life of the party. But the shadow side that I've experienced with Aries is that they can be very quick-tempered. Like I find that they just get angry very quickly. I find that sometimes Aries are the kind of people that are like a dragon, like their fire is like the fire of a dragon and you have to like tell them to stop. And because if not, they will not stop blowing out that fire. So I think that within Aries, you have to, if you're around an Aries, kind of knowing how to not put them in their place, but tell them to like calm down sometimes. Another thing that I find about Aries and their shadow side is that they are very urgent and forthright. And that's always really great because they're always like, I'm ready to go. They're the first ones in line to do something. But because of that energy where they have to be, it's like a me first attitude, they can be kind of competitive to the detriment of themselves. Because I think that sometimes they are unconsciously competing with other people and really nobody's competing with them, especially when it comes to like, attention or um, needing to be the center of attention in a group of people like I think that Aries really needs to work on being able to share the stage you know not pushing people to do things that they don't want to do I think that taming that a little bit and in knowing when to have that me first attitude but then also understanding that no one is competing with them. But overall, I really enjoy Aries. I love Aries women. I think that they're very confident. And for Aries guys, I don't really like an Aries male who has not learned some self-awareness because I find them to be kind of arrogant and I don't like that. Yeah, I just always feel like they kind of just give me the ick because of how arrogant they are. They can, they look very confident, but it's in like a pompous kind of way. And I feel like whenever I'm around them, I always have to kind of like put them in their place because they just 
think they're all that but if they learn that they can be confident while still being somewhat down to earth then like I'll like them because I like how spontaneous they can be um I like that they have like this leader type of kind of aura to them but overall I do really like an Aries they just need to work on patience and on your temper Aries next we have Taurus Taurus is fixed earth and they are in the middle of spring if you are a Taurus sun then you were born between April 21st and May 21st the light keywords for Taurus are they're patient they're reliable persistent determined and they're stable shadow side of Taurus is that they can be very jealous possessive resentful inflexible greedy and indulgent they are the ruler of the second house so from aries we are you know a me first attitude they are the babies they're ready to go they they have no sense of patience we then transform into the stable taurus taurus is known for its stability and security patience is a characteristic of a taurus that we all know they're usually like really chill people risks are only taken when they are essential and only after careful consideration tauruses are the kinds of people that always have like a weird routine like they always go eat at the same restaurants you're never going to move them from those things that they like they are immovable people they're very material and money oriented you know they like the nice things in life with a taurus i always know when i'm around a taurus they have like a like a classic luxury energy to them i don't know like they just remind me of that for some reason because taurus is ruled by venus they share that with libra the planet of venus is the planet of beauty love and so the difference between Taurus and Libra, I think, is that, you know, Taurus is like classic beauty or like, yeah, they have like this classic style to them. Like they're very down to earth. And then Libra, I think of like the trendy people. They're very follow the trends, like new money kind of energy. The shadow part of Taurus is that they can be very possessive and begin to see other human beings as something to possess. They're very stubborn to a fault. And it can be very difficult to come to a fair understanding with an unevolved Taurus, you will not change a Taurus. They're very immovable people. If you find a Taurus and you don't like how they are, you need to go somewhere else because you're not going to change them. They do not change for anybody other than themselves. I personally really love Taurus. I have two sisters that are Tauruses and then I have, I think that a lot of I have a lot of guy friends who are Tauruses actually and I really enjoy their friendship. They're like literally very chill people. I love a Taurus who is teaching me about food. They're usually foodies. Um, they usually know which restaurants to go to or they're always the people that are down to go try food with you. And they're also like really good cooks. Like I feel like a lot of Taurus placements, their love language is feeding you. They are homebodies. Like they usually like to be at home. I do love a Taurus girl. Like I think Taurus girls are like the most... Most chill people ever. Um, I just really enjoy their friendship. Usually I get along with, with Taurus women really well. I haven't experienced the controllingness in a Taurus girl because usually I feel like they'll just go home. They're not going to like push their presence on you. I do love like a Taurus guy. I love their friendship. I love Tauruses as friends. I do feel like 
dating them can be kind of difficult because if they're unevolved, they can be possessive and controlling and they can be unhinged. Like, I don't know if anyone has ever experienced like an unhinged Taurus, but it's like looking into the red eyes of a bull. Like they can get really, really angry. An unevolved Taurus who hasn't learned how to see other people's perspectives and can get really stuck in their ways can just be really hard to handle because they enter like this black hole where they're not really listening to you like you could be telling them something and it's like they're not even there they're like so stuck on their perspective yeah I think that's more with like Taurus suns like I really love Taurus moons my dad is a Taurus moon and my dad is like the sweetest person ever like he's always cooking food for me he's always just like taking care of my mom and I just really love this moon placement as a Taurus. The sun Tauruses, I just find that they can be unhinged sometimes. So, but I do love, I do love Taurus. They, they can be kind of bossy, but I love them. So next we have the sign of Gemini. Gemini is mutable air and they are the end of spring. So from the stubborn and steady energy of Taurus, we then evolve to learning how to work with other people. Gemini is the ruler of the third house. For the light aspect, they are adaptable, communicative, witty, intellectual, inquisitive, youthful. Shadow keywords are they have like a very nervous energy. They're very tense, superficial, inconsistent, cunning, and devious. So what you will recognize within the Gemini is that they have a duality about them. Geminis are ruled by the twin stars. So they tend to have like a double personality to them. That's why I think that they're able to just like connect with all kinds of people. They're masters at communication and have like a quick wit. I think that every Gemini that I've met is usually kind of funny. Like they're usually like funny people. I feel like the sign of Gemini is just one of those signs that's hard to interpret because I find them to be very complicated people. Um, you either really like a Gemini or you like really don't. <laughs> I think that they have very polarizing personalities. I have some really great Gemini girlfriends but then I also know some like not really great Gemini women and I think that this is just one of those signs that takes a little bit of time to mature. They can usually get kind of lost in escapism. I find that I think that they're a little similar to Pisces. They can be really fun friends, but I also think that Geminis have an emotional threshold that they're unable to cross with people. Like they're not very deep people. A lot of the conversations that you will have with the Gemini, I feel like are pretty surface level. Again, not all Geminis. I personally have had some bad experiences with Gemini men, but I feel like they just kind of are like players. They just belong to the streets if this sun sign doesn't have good earth placements kind of grounding it they just belong to the streets i'm telling you save yourself the headache and if you get caught up in a cat and mouse kind of dynamic with them just just release them back to the streets <laughs> and most Gemini's Gemini is the sign of entertainment so they're looking for like mental stimulation so there this is a sign that gets bored very easily so if you're not mentally stimulating them they're usually gonna like go off to something else that stimulates their mind my dad's Gemini and I think my dad's like a great person now but he used to be kind of like a partier and it did take him a little bit of time to mature once Gemini's mature I think that 
they can be really great people. Geminis are really in their head, so it's really important for this sign to ground their energy. So meditation is really good for this sign so that they can bring the energy that's in their mind down to their heart. Geminis also have to be careful of not becoming like gossipers like I feel like this sign connects with people through communications so this sign just has to be really careful of not bonding with people through gossiping or caring about what people are saying about them like I just find that they are verbalizers so not word vomiting on people so yeah, other than that, like I think that if you're a Gemini and you're looking for a creative outlet, like journaling would be really good for this sign. I think that most Geminis have the gift of the word. So yeah, that's all I have to say about Gemini. So next we go into the sign of Cancer. So we go from the duality and mind-oriented sign of Gemini and we transform and move into the heart. Cancer is a cardinal water sign. They are the first water sign of the zodiac and if you were born under the Cancer Sun, then you were born between June 22nd and July 22nd. Light keywords for Cancer are they are emotional, intuitive, imaginative, cautious, and protective, sympathetic. The shadow side of Cancer is that they are moody, over-emotional, clingy, unable to let go of the past, and grudgeful. So Cancer is the ruler of the fourth house. The fourth house is the ruler of the home. It, it, they are ruled by the moon. So they are moody people. Their moods move with the changes of the moon. Emotions are very strong here because they are the first water sign of the zodiac. They have a strong imagination. They are very intuitive. Cancer can express love, feelings freely. The shadow side of an Unevolved cancer is that they are extremely sensitive people. A cancer who has not learned emotional intelligence can struggle with extreme mood swings, cling to the past, and cannot let go of past hurt. So I relate to cancers a lot because I am a cancer son. 110% a cancer. I love being a cancer. I love being really sensitive. A less extreme version of a Scorpio. I think Scorpios are much more intense than us, but Cancers are like right there with them. We're very, we're very sensitive to other people. We're, we're very protective of ourselves. Cancers are known for being crybabies. And I would say, again, it just really depends on the type of Cancer that you're interacting with. I personally am a crybaby. Like I'm a cry about everything. I am. If you, if you hurt my feelings, I'm going to cry. If I watch a movie that's sad, I'm going to cry. Yeah. But it is, I think that for the most part, like, as I've evolved and have learned to master my emotions, now I am in a place where those mood swings don't really fluctuate to, like, extreme. One thing I will say about cancers is that they are very protective of themselves. So with a cancer, you have to be very careful with how you manage a cancer because they are very sensitive people. So a cancer will start off being their usual selves so if you catch a cancer they're usually like very sensible people but if they peep something that they don't like or you hurt their feelings or they see something within you that makes them feel unsafe they will go into their shell and it is very hard for them to kind of get out of it so if first impressions are really important to a cancer because cancer's first impression of you will dictate how open they are with you or how closed off they are.
Cancers tend to be very grudgeful people, and this is true. Like, I have had a habit of, like, holding on to hurts longer than they needed to be held on to. So for a cancer, really working on releasing past hurts or any, like, misconceptions that they have of people is important like there's this thing called like the cancer cutoff like when a cancer cuts you off they can go from like very sweet people to like this very cold person um they are sister signs with capricorn like if a cancer gets hurt they will literally act like they've never met you in their entire life so for a cancer putting down that wall is kind of important so that we're not intentionally pushing people away i really have had to work on not being so grudgeful or like cutting people off as soon as I see a red flag. I think it's because every cancer usually has a period where they are really open and vulnerable with their emotions and then people take advantage of their soft nature. And so as they get older, the shell or the wall goes up much faster in a much more automatic way. I think for this though, I think it's because cancers can become a little bit jaded if they have gotten their emotions hurt like a lot of times so for cancers like emotional intelligence is really important so that they can learn boundaries and discernment the discernment is that not everybody is worthy of all of the emotional depth that they have for cancers opening up slowly is important because cancers are a very loyal sign so once you get a a cancer emotionally entangled with you they are very clingy it's very hard for them to release people so if a cancer has cut you off and you've known them for a really long time you have to understand that it was very very difficult for them to let you go that clinginess comes from that emotional attachment so again that's why when a cancer is emotionally attached like it's almost impossible to let go of what it is that they are holding on to but once a cancer does let go um, it's also almost impossible to make them emotionally care again so for some cancers you'll find them to be very emotionally expressive like they're very animated people with their emotions but then if you come across like a cancer that is very self-protective even though they might seem like they're not emotional, it they're probably internalizers. So for cancers, it's just like working on that wall. How can I be my authentic self without making it super difficult for people to get to know you? I think that cancer men can be kind of toxic if they haven't learned emotional intelligence as well. Um, this is just a sign that knows how to emotionally manipulate. So I find that the guys have a difficult time with this energy because, you know, our society just doesn't breed a safe space for emotional men. But I think that cancer men who are emotionally intelligent and are comfortable with their emotions can be some of the most nurturing people. I will say that all cancers tend to be kind of goofy. Like they tend to be kind of funny people. Most comedians are cancers. It really just depends on how comfortable a cancer is and then you will start to see that goofiness. So from a cancer which is about nurturing and the heart space we then move on to the sign of leo leo is fixed fire they are the middle of summer and if you're born under the leo sun then you were born between july 23rd through august 23rd 
light keywords of a Leo are that they're generous, they're warm-hearted, they're creative, enthusiastic, expansive. Shadow keywords of a Leo is that they're pompous, patronizing, bossy, interfering, intolerant, and overly dramatic. They're the ruler of the fifth house and they're ruled by the sun. They are creative and determined and enthusiastic. Leos are here to shine their light. Leos are just like very sunny people. Like they're very happy people for the most part. A Leo that's happy because a bitter Leo, that's a different story. A happy Leo, they tend to be people that are very popular like I find that most Leos are really like they have like that main character kind of energy they also are very creatively expressive they are ruled by the Sun so they do have to be careful of like that ego because Leos rule the ego and a Leo with like a big ego they can they kind of think that they're like better than people I have I really love Leos because I have a Leo rising so and a Leo Mercury so I just get along with this sign really well I've never met a Leo that I didn't like. I think that sometimes they can be stubborn because again, they're fixed sign like Taurus. They can be very stubborn, like very stuck in their ways. But for the most part, like Leos are really creative people. Like they're really fun. Leos kind of remind me of a Libra sometimes in that they like a lot of compliments and attention. But I think that they are really good at giving compliments. Like they like to be complimented and they like to be told that they're great. But I also think that they are really good at seeing the light in other people. Yeah, they're just always like sunny people. Like that's what I think about a, a, a Leo. And when a Leo's light is shining on you, like you feel you feel their warmth because they are so generous with their those words of affirmation. I think that the shadow side of, of a Leo that hasn't learned how to creatively express is that that ego needs a lot of like stroking sometimes and I think that when they're not the center of attention then they can become people that are not fun to be around like they can be very dramatic and bossy of other people and like kind of force that attention like onto them and like yeah just talk about themselves a lot and yeah but overall like I really love I love a Leo men and women like I like both of them for the most part I think that Leo can be kind of like Gemini where they have very polarizing personalities like you either really like them or you really don't. I think it just depends on how comfortable you are with being around someone who gets a lot of attention or does have like this very theatrical kind of personality but I find them to be very warm but I have dealt with some toxic Leos and Again, really, their bitterness just comes from them just feeling unfulfilled. So now we go into the sign of Virgo. So we transform from a self-centered, sunny energy of Leo that is very self, self-focused self to a of-service type of energy, which is Virgo. Virgo is mutable Earth. They are the end of spring, born between August 24th and September 22nd. Light keywords for Virgo are they're modest, shy, meticulous, reliable, practical, diligent intelligent and analytical people the shadow side of virgo is that they can be fussy worriers overcritical harsh perfectionist and conservative they are the ruler of the sixth house which is the ruler of health and helping people so with virgos you will find them to be very practical analytical they are ruled by mercury they share that with gemini so they have like a very nervous energy as well virgo governs the minds they are dedicated to whatever they set their mind to able to become masters at their craft they have intelligent minds able to analyze their way through any problem they are the helpers of the zodiac the shadow side of virgo is a deep 
deep-rooted lack of self-confidence. Virgos might try to overcompensate for their lack of self-confidence by developing other characteristics to live down that prissy reputation. I personally love a Virgo. Beyonce is a Virgo and I just find their dedication to mastering whatever they are focused on is very admirable. I have a Venus and Mars Virgo so I just like really enjoy Virgo energy. I really love Virgo women. Like I feel like they have like this sim simpleness to them but it's also like very pretty to me and like intriguing. I think that they're very kind people like they can be very very kind and like selfless people like they're the kind of people that want to help others and I relate to that because my Venus and Mars is that and so I, I really feel that energy. I do find that Virgos tend to be overthinkers like it's nobody's business like they overthink everything and they're also like extreme perfectionists and sometimes like they won't do things because like they're not perfect from the start so virgos really need to learn to just do things out of the pure joy of just trying something new or just enjoying the process of learning something yeah their perfectionistic ways can just kind of prevent them from enjoying the present moment because they're always thinking about what could go wrong or them not being successful at it the first time so Virgos just need to learn to do things for the experience and not so much for the outcome. And they can also be very obsessed with like their bodies. Like I find that every Virgo that I know is like really into working out and they're very obsessed with their health. Health is very important to them. I do appreciate that, but I can find that they, a lot of their anxieties come from like that self-image of their bodies and stuff. So they like need to be not so hard on themselves. I also will say is that I personally don't think that Virgo women are as blunt as Virgo men. Like a Virgo is very sweet, but if you push them, Virgos will read you. Like they will like literally their words will cut you because they've been analyzing the shit out of you for so long and they've been holding it in and you finally pushed a button within them that made them go nuts and they will tell you about yourself and it will hurt. But sometimes I feel like the reason why they're so critical of others is because they're really critical of themselves. So like they expect a lot of themselves. So like they expect a lot of out of, out of people. I think that Virgo men, they're the kinds of people that always just want to argue. <laughs> My little nephew is a Virgo. Him and I are always like bickering and stuff because he's always just like wanting to like argue about something and like. He never just lets me just do things. Like, he's always like, well, why are you doing that? Like, well, that sounds like... he. I'm just like, can you just let me be? Like, he being very critical about anything that he d finds impractical. And I just... I can kind of get annoyed of that sometimes. And I think that Virgo men, they have a reputation for being kind of harsh. They really need to work on that. And it's only because they're really harsh on themselves. And they just, like, need to keep their mouth shut sometimes. I really like Virgos. I aspire to be like a Virgo. So next we go into the sign of Libra. Libra is cardinal air. They are beginning of fall. If you were born under the sign of Libra, you were born between September 23rd and October 23rd. Light words for Libra are they're diplomatic, they're charming, easygoing, sociable, idealistic, romantic. Shadow side of Libra is that they're indecisive, changeable, gullible, easily influenced, self-indulgent, selfish, and resentful. Libra is the ruler of the seventh house and it is the midway point of the zodiac. Fairness and diplomacy and a sense of justice are characteristics of a Libra. Libra rules partnerships and a need for balance and harmony. 
Libras are the social butterflies of the zodiac. They are literally the most socially intelligent people you will ever meet. They li- they they they're kind of similar to Gemini's. I feel like you always kind of see Gemini's and Libras kind of pair off. They just understand each other's energy. Libras are the masters of small talk. I feel like like they have like a lightheartedness to them that people genuinely enjoy being around. Libras are very charming. They need to look at the pros and cons of every situation before making a decision. The shadow side of Libra is indecision. Libras have a hidden resentment for being people pleasers. They have an aggressive streak. A Libra who has not learned to express their frustrations can struggle with passive aggression to get what they desire. I like somewhat relate to a Libra because like I have a Libra moon, but I think that a Libra moon is very different from a Libra sun because I personally understand the justice and the harmony to like a core. Like I personally need peace at my being like I do not like confrontation I do not like argument arguing with people I need to feel like that I'm living in a peaceful environment for me to feel safe I think that a Libra sun is different in terms of like I think that their more their peace comes more from like their reputation like I think that they really care about their reputation more than anything in the world like they really care about what the world thinks about them and they really care about being seen as like charming i also find that like libras are just like they're because they see the pros and cons to everything like a true libra son like i just find like they have like a lack of loyalty not all of them I find that like i personally can't fucks with like the disloyalty sometimes like because they're able to kind of see the pros and cons of all situations i think that sometimes they can teeter-totter by playing devil's advocate and I do love Libra women though for the most part like there was a point in my life where I had so many Libra girlfriends because of that Libra moon like I feel like I get them on like a core level but at the same time not really because I'm a cancer son so I have like a natural square with them that means that they're very socially intelligent and cancer is more emotionally intelligent so they have like a detachment to their emotions so even though they have like this pleasant nature they're not very emotional people like they can struggle with anger but their anger comes from the fact that they're people pleasers that they don't know how to make a decision and so they kind of go with the decision that suits best their reputation so they really care about being liked they put being liked at the top of the food chain. Libras can get kind of angry because they'll make decisions because they think that that's going to make people like them and then they get angry when people aren't giving them the treatment that they think that they deserve. And I definitely understand this on a core level because I definitely be doing that with my immediate friends or my family. I just go in roundabout ways to keep the peace. But for Libra sons, it's more of a social necessity because they really care about social hierarchy. Like for me, I don't really care about what people think about me. Like if you don't like me and you're not a close friend of mine, I really just don't care what you think. And I really don't care about like popularity or anything like that. But for Libra sons, it's like a core need for them. I find that Libras also tend to pedestalize people. So if a Libra, kind of like a Gemini, like Geminis tend to understand themselves through the communication that they have with other people. They will learn about interests that they have through like a conversation that they had with someone. The Libra is similar to that. They like they tend to mirror you. Like they will mirror back to you. A lot of the times Libras will like pedestalize people. So they will go towards people that they admire. Their goal is to become like that person. They need to work 
on like be- being more authentic and not so much reflecting back to the world what they think will get them the most light. Because Libras tend to pedestalize people, um, watch out for when you fall off of the pedestal from the eyes of a Libra because they will drop you like it's nobody's business. Like go for people that they admire. So if you are in a position where they think that you're better than them, they are so loyal to you. But as soon as you are not on that pedestal and you've shown them that they're, you're not somebody that they want to emulate, they will move on to something else. Libras tend to be very trendy people. They like to follow like what's in trend. I've never met a Libra girl that doesn't have like really good style. I'm not like super close to Libras. I feel like, I don't know, like I kind of butt heads with Libras because I just find that their need to be like outweighs their loyalty sometimes and I don't like that. I used to have like a best friend Libra and like she used to get so angry at me and like just pop off on me. I'd just be like, what the fuck was that? And five seconds later, they forget that, you know, they were angry at you. I don't like that. They have the sister. Sister sign is Aries. So Libras have like this like lightness to them, but they also have like this deep rooted anger within them that they really need to work on. Yeah, and it's usually like passive aggressive anger, which I personally feel is the worst because it's only directed towards you and nobody else sees it. It's just like a quiet little dagger. And then when you confront them, you can kind of feel like they're gaslighting you because they are not upfront about the fact that they're upset. Libra really needs to work on being upfront when something is bothering them rather than trying to keep the peace but seething on the inside. Because with Aries, like you can expect them to at least be very upfront, even if their anger can almost be like the fire of a dragon. But at least you know you're not out here like going crazy trying to understand like what's wrong with them. <laughs> so I've had some like not some fun experiences with Libra women. Libra guys, I personally really love a Libra man. I get along with them really well. I think that they're very sweet and charming. Um, I'm not sure why I think it's that sun moon sinistry. I also love that Libra men have really good style. Like I think that they just dress really well. I do think that like an unevolved Libra man can play on the nice guy facade and not be really genuine with you. So other than that though, like I really do like a Libra guy. So now that we finished with Libra, which Libra is represented by the scales, they are the middle point of the zodiac sign, starting with Aries through Libra. These are really the younger energetic expressions of human personality. Moving on to Scorpio through Pisces, this is the more like the old souls of the zodiac. We are beginning the sister signs. They are the same, same, but different. There is an intensity with each one of these signs that we didn't see in the previous signs. First, we're gonna start off with Scorpio. Scorpio is a fixed water sign and they're right in the middle of fall. If you're born under the Scorpio sun, then you were born between October 24th and November 22nd. Light keywords are they're determined, forceful, emotional, intuitive, powerful, passionate, magnetic. The shadow side of Scorpio is that they're jealous, they're resentful, compulsive, obsessive, secretive, and intense. So Scorpio is sister signs with Taurus. There is an intensity to Scorpio ruled by the eighth house. Scorpio is the highest energized zodiac sign. They are the most intense zodiac of the whole horoscope. Both physically and emotionally, the energy of Scorpio is intense, ruled by Pluto. So you will feel the essence of a Scorpio when you are around one. You will feel when 
they're mad at you, when they're happy with you. The force of this energy must be positively expressed and directed towards the fulfillment of the individual because the shadow side of Scorpio is that an unfulfilled or resentful Scorpio can become jealous, controlling. Scorpios can transcend emotional intelligence and understand the human psyche. They're warm and charming towards their loved ones and an unevolved Scorpio can quickly turn to possessiveness, can become almost vindictive if they perceive any wrongdoing. So Scorpios, I just feel like Scorpios are very intense people. Even if they seem like they're emotionally not expressive, usually that's because their emotions are very internalized. Like the intensity is from inside. You will also know you're around a Scorpio is they usually have like a really strong gaze. Like they're the kinds of people that you feel like are staring into your soul because like their thoughts are so strong <laughs> while they're like looking at you. I personally have a love-hate relationship with this energy. I think that evolving emotionally and like learning emotional intelligence is very very important for a Scorpio because if they're in that immature kind of energy, they can be very vindictive. Like they're very calculating and possessive of what they believe is theirs. And so they tend to project onto people. So a Scorpio, they usually see the wrongs in everyone but themselves. So for a Scorpio, learning emotional intelligence, learning to really find ways to de-escalate their intensity is very important they're known for being very passionate people they're very like loyal to you when they are loyal to you the thing about a Scorpio is that once they've decided that they don't fucks with you, like you need to leave them alone. Like if a Scorpio is mad at you, you need to leave them alone. Scorpios are the kind of people that if they get mad at you, you need to let a Scorpio come to you to re-establish the friendship. They can fall into this trap of like where they like being chased and like being begged to get them to be happy with you. If a Scorpio is mad at you, you just need to let a Scorpio be mad at you. Like honestly, they need to go through their like death and rebirth kind of thing constantly and that is with people as well. So let a Scorpio come to you if they're upset, especially if their intensity is, is misplaced. You just let them come to you. If they see the value in the friendship, they will come back. But if they don't, you need to let them be because it can be almost you will not change them if they've decided that they don't fucks with you. I love like a Scorpio moon. I love Scorpio moons. I think that they're like my favorite. My best friend is a Scorpio moon and I love how loyal she is. Like she's just so, she's very passionate and very, we can literally talk about anything. And there isn't like a topic that is that is too taboo for her. Like we can talk about like the weirdest things and like there's like zero weirdness in how we feel about the conversation. And I think that she matches a lot of my that just emotional intensity in the way that I feel when I'm having a conversation about something. I feel like her Scorpio moon just like understands me. Scorpio suns. I don't have a lot of Scorpio sun friends. Honestly, like I just find that they can be kind of like mean girl vibe. Not every Scorpio sun, obviously. It, you have to look at the whole chart and see all of the different planet placements. But I have dealt with a lot of mean Scorpio girls. And you know that like the movie Mean Girls, Regina George, she's a Scorpio. And I would describe like a mean Scorpio like that. They can kind of be the people who they like people being really loyal to them. And they like kind of controlling the people that are loyal to them. So like they're always like the queen bee of, of the group. I don't like that because I'm not like a follower. And so that intensity from them just like is very bothersome to me because I just it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Scorpio men I feel like are like how I described cancer men. 
Like if they're in their emotional immaturity, then they can be very toxic because, again, our world just doesn't breed a safe space for emotional men. If they can become emotionally intelligent and become comfortable with not denying the truth of their sensitivity. I think that an evolved Scorpio has the potential of being like very kind and very selfless people and very emotionally intelligent if they take the time to, you know, learn about themselves and learn that they are intense and knowing that they are projectors. So that is what I have to say about Scorpio. But so next we go into the sign of Sagittarius. I love Sagittarius people. They are mutable fire. They are the end of fall. And if you are a Sagittarius, you were born between November 23rd and December 21st. Light keywords for Sag are optimistic, jovial, good-humored, honest, straightforward, intellectual, philosophical. Shadow side of Sagittarius is that they can be careless, irresponsible, superficial, tactless, and restless. They are the ruler of the ninth house. They are the sign of the horse and man, a combination of physical strength and powerful intellect. Their sister sign is the sign of Gemini. So Gemini is intellectually stimulated through communication. Like I said before, Gemini likes to know a little bit about a lot of different subjects. We then move into Sagittarius where there is an emphasis on the higher mind and education, which helps develop their philosophical ways. That just means that like a Sag is different from a Gemini that they will choose one topic and become masters at that one subject. They're ruled by Jupiter so Sag people tend to be very lucky people. They are lively, enthusiastic, and have infectious personalities. They can grasp overall situations very quickly and I just feel like they're just very optimistic people. The shadow side of Sag is that they can get very frustrated and a stagnant individual. They can be kind of like annoying to be around if they feel like stuck. Yeah, if like a Sag feels stuck, they can just be like very like martyry, I feel like, where they're just like constantly complaining. And so yeah, working on like not feeling stuck is important for them. So they're the ruler of the ninth house. So philosophy is very important for that Sag energy. Not necessarily for every Sag. I personally really love Sagittarius's. Like always get along with Sagittarius's. Most of the people that are important in my life are Sag. Sag is my mom is a Sagittarius. My best friend from childhood is a Sag. I just have a lot of Sag friends. They are kind of like Scorpio, I think a little bit where you can really talk about anything with them and they tend to be very knowledgeable think about things in a deeper sense and i just really enjoy conversation with them and they i feel like every sage that i know is like really smart i don't think i've ever met a sage that i thought was like dumb like they're usually very like my best friend from home she's literally like the smartest person i've ever met she's a sage son with like a sage mercury i feel like sages are like the most put together people if i wasn't born a cancer which I love being a cancer I would want to be a Sagittarius because I just feel like they're really together like they just have their shit together they're really smart I also know that I'm around a Sag because their sign is all about travel and like worldly things they always have like a multicultural set of friends I feel like like every time I meet a Sag they're like one particular ethnic ethnicity and then like all of their other friends are like different ethnic groups like um which I really enjoy like I think that they're like kind of woke naturally so Sagittarius are known for the free spirit I don't personally think Sagittarius are like free spirits they need the freedom to be themselves though like you don't want to change a Sag like they don't they are around people who are like oppressive to their personality or 
trying to change them or force them to do things they don't want to do, they don't like that. Like you have to let Sagittarius's be whoever the hell they want to be. So Sagittarius's have this reputation of being non-committal and hard to pin down. In my opinion, most of the Sagittarius that I know tend to be like very loyal people. What I will say about Sagittarius's is that they're all or nothing kinds of people. If they are in their single phase or where they belong to the streets, you just need to let them belong to the streets because you're not going to like force them into any kind of romantic connection that they're not ready for. But when a Sag is ready to date somebody or they really like someone, they are very like laser focused on that person. I also feel because like most of the Sagittariuses that I know sometimes are in relationships for longer than they should be. But I find that it's because of that philosophical unconscious way that they live their life they really have to learn a lesson like full circle so when they're in a chapter there's probably a lesson within that experience which you can't rush them or force them to move faster honestly they're like the kings and queens of saying no yeah like if you um find yourself entangled with like a Sagittarius and they are in their they belong to the streets phase of life just let them belong to the streets you're you're really not going to like force them out of that or if you like a Sagittarius and they are still entangled with a lesson that they haven't fully completed you just need to set them free honestly but i think that also that's where their restlessness comes is that sometimes they feel frustrated as to why they're going through something it's because they still haven't done a full circle on whatever lesson it is that they are learning i personally really love sagittarius women i think that they're just some of the greatest women you'll ever meet and then I also really like Sagittarius men as friends. I just think that this is like a great sign for friendship. They're really funny people. My friend and I are always belly laughing hysterically. Like we just, she just makes me laugh and I make her laugh. And we just always have like a really good time. And I will say that Sagittariuses are very blunt people. Yeah, they just really don't hold back with their words sometimes. And if you're really sensitive, you can get your feelings hurt by them. When they're upset with you, I just say things very matter-of-factly and they can kind of hurt people if they're not being tactful with what they say. Like for them learning to express themselves in a way that is being considerate of how the other person is going to receive their message is really important. Again, Scorpio through Pisces, there is an intensity in these signs that we don't see in the other signs. But overall, they're the friends that are going to tell you the truth. Um, they don't really sugarcoat things for you, which is great if you in, if you appreciate honesty. But if you are sensitive with delivery or you don't like being told the truth and you like being told what what you want to hear then that can be kind of hard to deal with them next we have the sign of capricorn capricorn is a cardinal earth they're the beginning of winter if you are born under the capricorn sun you are born between december 22nd and january 20th keywords they are practical prudent 
ambitious, disciplined, patient, careful, humorous, reserved. Um, shadow sides of Capricorn is that they're pessimistic, kind of like martyry. They are grudging, rigid, and calculated. They are the ruler of the 10th house and their sister sign is Cancer. So they're kind of similar to a Cancer but in a more like masculine kind of way because Capricorn is the father sign of the Zodiac. They have a need to always do what's right and proper. They are very traditional people, especially like if a guy, classic traditional men. They're ruled by Saturn. They have an authority figure esque nature to them. Capricorns naturally possess an energy of respect with an offbeat sense of humor. They have like a dry humor. Sarcastic. They're very sarcastic people. They are practical and money-oriented, outgoing. Unlike their sister sign Cancer, Capricorn has a low emotional range. They are caring but not in a nurturing way. They have an instinctual motive to protect their loved ones and family. The shadow side of Capricorn is that their outlook can be pessimistic and if not addressed, they can struggle with depression and they can be very hard on the outside even though they can be like very sensitive within. I have a Capricorn North Node, so I aspire to be like a Capricorn. I really appreciate just how dedicated they are to their ambitions and like they're very goal-oriented. I would say Capricorns are a little bit like Libra. I think that Capricorns and Libras get along really well. Both of those signs really care about social status, want to be around people that are influential or they feel are going to kind of help them move up the social ladder, which is, that's not a bad thing. Capricorns are very money-oriented. They are like some of the most ambitious people you'll ever meet. They care about like the nice things in life. I think that they share that with Taurus. They can be kind of picky with the kinds of people that they choose to associate. Again, they're always taking into consideration whatever ambition they have or whatever kind of social status that they want to reach. So if you are in the way of blocking them from that position in life, they're not going to really fucks with you, I think. They can be very, you know picky about who they associate. I really like both Capricorn men and women. I like Capricorn women because they have kind of like an intimidating look to them, all of them. Um, they're ruled by the planet of Saturn, so there is like this rigidity to their overall aura. At the same time, they're very protective of the people that they love and the people that they do have chosen to keep close. They will take care of their loved ones. Their sister sign is Cancer. So they're similar with Cancer that they're very protective of themselves and very protective of the people that they choose to have close by. They are very sensitive. Like I think that Capricorn women can kind of be mistaken as intimidating, but on the inside, they're actually really soft and like mushy. They do want to take care of you. Like when I have a friend that's a Capricorn and She's like the mom friend. I would say she's like a lot more mom friend than a lot of cancers that I know. Like you go to her house and she cooks for you and she takes care of all of the people that come to her home. And she just has like this mom, mom-esque vibe to her when you're really close to her. But if you ever see her around and you don't really know her, she does look kind of intimidating. So that's what I think about Capricorn women. If you're lucky enough to get into their like inner circle, they're just like the sweetest people. 
But again, they do have like a don't fucks with me kind of attitude or look to them. I really, I really, really like Capricorn guys. I have one really close Capricorn guy friend and he is just like a traditional guy. Like if you go out with him, he's going to take care of you. He's going to make sure that you're okay. Um, He has just like a tradition and he also has like this commanding presence to him. But when you're with him, especially like if you're a girl, like you just feel like safe in his in his presence, like he's not going to let anything happen to you. So I really appreciate that. I, I personally really love Capricorns if they have emotionally evolved. Some of them can be very protective of their emotions. So a Capricorn that's really sensitive but hasn't learned how to sit in that discomfort of their emotions, they can be kind of hard and very um, hard people to get to know or even just they can sometimes if they haven't learned how to manage their emotions they they can be very like tough on people like I think that my 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 mom has a lot of Capricorn in her like she's a Capricorn Mars and a Capricorn Mercury and I just feel like sometimes Capricorns can be kind of mean if a Capricorn is mad at you or they feel some kind of way about something and you're in the vicinity of their anger, like they can be very, like cut very deeply. Um, I feel like Capricorns can struggle with, like, like it's like mean, the things that they can say if they're angry. Not all Capricorns, again, you have to look at like their whole chart, but I have had experiences with Capricorns where they are kind of like kind of like Sagittarius where they have like this bluntness to them and Capricorns can emotionally detach. So if a Capricorn cares about you, like you will feel when they care, but when they don't care, they have this way of cutting off their emotions or they can just like cut off emotions, like literally like any kind of discomforting feeling they can like cut it off and like come back to it later. I really do love just how ambitious they are and how, yeah, like set on their goals that you're not going to take them away. Like they're literally the goat. They're represented by the goat. So they just are hardworking and set on their goals. They have like an, um, once they've set their mind about what they want their life to be like, there's no moving them off of like climbing that mountain. For Capricorns, it's really just about learning how to sit in the discomfort of their feelings and not cutting off feelings that are uncomfortable, learning how to process their emotions. They can become like some of the most, you know, nurturing and people ever. Like they will take care of you and they will help you find solutions for any, for like any kind of problem that you have. They're not going to be like, nice to you though like oh that's like one thing i will say is like i don't think capricorns are like nice i think that they are very kind um they're not going to like you know be talking sweet nothings with you like i think that cancers can be very nice to hold the peace while like a capricorn isn't going to be nice to you just to hold the peace like yeah i mean i really don't have anything else to say about capricorn i really would like to find me a capricorn guy because I just love how ambitious they are and like dedicated and and they're the opposite of cancer so technically they're a cancer's perfect match
<laughs> so next we're going to go into the sign of Aquarius. Aquarius is fixed air. They're winter, born between January 21st and February 18th. Like keywords of an Aquarius are that they're friendly, humanitarian, honest, loyal, original, inventive, independent, intellectual. The shadow side of Aquarius is that they can be unpredictable, unemotional, detached, and unyielding. Ruler of the 11th house, they're idealistic and eccentric and are friendly. Aquarius is known for its originality and idealistic way of being. They like to be the unique ones in the room, running away from trends and what is socially popular. Unlike their sister sign, Leo, who wants to bask in the light, they want to be the center of the light, Aquarius wants to be known as the rebel in the room. They are naturally friendly, genuinely desire to be helpful and approach problems logically detached. They are very private people and do not like their privacy being invaded. They can be difficult in getting to know. Once an opinion is formed, they can make others feel left out in the cold. So Aquarius is a fixed sign. Common theme of the fixed signs is that they're very immobile with who they are. Like So Aquariuses are very emotionally detached. They have a way of tackling situations from a very logical standpoint more than any other zodiac sign. I do believe that they're like the most intelligent sign. They just have like this very futuristic way of looking at life. They're very humanitarian they think about things in like the big picture. Aquariuses are similar to Leos in that they do get a lot of attention, but I think that they just like feeling like they're the unique ones in the room. So that means that they're not trend followers. They don't like being a part of the trends. Like I think that if they think that they're following a trend or they're doing what everybody else is doing, it like gives them the ick. I feel like for some reason I attract a lot of Aquarius guys. I think it's like because I'm a Leo rising, um, my seventh house is Aquarius. So there's like a natural like polarity that I have with them. If you're a water sign, it can be very difficult to like date this sign because they are very emotionally detached. Like an Aquarius will see you having like a temper tantrum or if you're trying to get like an emotional reaction out of them or you're trying to trigger them with like some kind of emotional scene, they're not going to move, which is great sometimes because they can really snap you out of your being like overly emotional. But then it can be bad because like if you're looking for that emotional intensity with somebody, and you're looking to really get deep with someone, they have a threshold that they just cannot cross. Sometimes their emotional detachment can be like a detriment to them because they just can get really uncomfortable with like excessive emotions. Because again, they're just like a very logical sign. I do think that Aquariuses are very like sweet people though. Like I think that even though they're not going to be very emotional with you, they do have like a sense of humanitarianism to them. Like they want to see the world like be a better place. Very inventive kinds of minds. I personally really, really like Aquarius guys. Like I attract Aquarius energy a lot. I feel like they satisfy my mental needs, but there's like a lack of emotional depth that I can't reach with them. I also just like how unique they are are kind of like the weirdos of the zodiac like because again they don't really like following trends they kind of are always questioning anything that's like popular or like that everybody's doing like they're the kinds of people that are going to be like scoffing at it like ugh, like why are you why are people even doing that or they kind of just pride themselves on again that weirdness and that uniqueness i like both aquarius men and women 
I think that they're both just like really similar again in like them wanting to be unique but Henri is an Aquarius and she is just like the most gentle and kindest person you'll ever meet. Other than that, I don't really I don't really have anything else to say about Aquarius. And now we're going into the final zodiac sign, the oldest souls of the zodiac which is Pisces. Pisces is mutable water. And they come at the end of winter. If you were born under the Pisces sun, you were born between February 19th and March 20th. Light keywords for Pisces is they're imaginative, sensitive, compassionate, kind, selfless, sympathetic, unworldly, intuitive. The shadow side of Pisces is that they can be escapist, idealist, secretive, vague, weak-willed, easily led, and addictive. Pisces is the ruler of the 12th house. They are the last and ending of the zodiac calendar. Sensitive and creative and in the cloud and spiritual are characteristics of Pisces. Pisces is known for its natural capacity to be so kind and gentle. They are friendly, charitable, and self sacrificing. Their sister sign is Virgo, so they are also a sign of service. Most adaptable friends you could ever have, they just kind of fit in anywhere. Their creativity and imagination insane, like they're some of the most creative people. The shadow side of Pisces is that their imaginative ways can lead them astray by not seeing things as they really are. They tend to lean towards self-deception and unevolved Pisces can get quickly taken advantage of because they don't want to face the harsh realities of life. The goal of Pisces is to be emotionally and spiritually strong from within, able to see the truth of every situation. So I think that an evolved Pisces are some of my favorite human beings in the whole wide world. Like they are genuinely some of the most well-rounded and kind people you will ever meet. The biggest difference about Pisces and Virgo, Virgo is very self-sacrificing but is also very practical. They are perfectionist from inside. Like they do not get get lost in the hardship of life. I do think that Virgo gets lost in wanting to save people. I think that Pisces gets lost in the reality of life. Like life can overwhelm them, the hardness of life and how mean people can be. The crazy things that are happening in our world can be very overwhelming. Pisces is just like a delusional <laughs> sign, like they can struggle with delusion. They tend to see what they want to see because of that imagination. So for Pisces is really about like seeing the reality of life and seeing the truth that you know not everybody has good intentions and not everybody's here to be helpful and kind that there's people out there that don't mean well and not taking the actions that other people do as a personal as like there's something wrong with them i think that for pisces having like a spiritual practice is really important Meditation is really good for Pisces to kind of ground their energy. For Pisces, I think having like creative outlets is really important where they can like express all of the pain and all of the emotions that they feel. They are very empathic people. Meditation is really good for them because sometimes I think that their adaptable nature, they can start picking up other people's emotions and thinking that it's them. Yeah, like I personally really love Pisces that is evolved like I think that again they're some of the most kind kindest people and even the unevolved ones usually are very kind that delusional nature can sometimes make them so they're kind of hard to trust because they're just not always being forthright with you they really don't like confrontation and they really don't like hurting people but their actions are hurtful and so they try to hide 
what it is that they're doing and then they end up hurting people more when they didn't have to do all of that like they could have just been honest people who have a lot of pisces placement they have to like make sure that they don't fall into like addictive patterns like i've noticed like they tend to be kind of escapist again because of like that that fear of facing the harshness of the world so but overall like i think that an, an evolved pisces are like some of the most amazing people they really kind of struggle figuring out what they want like i also find that like people with a lot of pisces placements have a hard time figuring out what it is that they want to do with their life like they're kind of like the late bloomers like because they kind of like try a bunch of different careers before they find one that like they stick with or just like them wanting to try all kinds of things they they can just have a hard time like sticking to to one thing but once they do find their purpose yeah they can be very amazing people so pisces you know learning to become spiritually strong is very important but yeah that's it for all of the zodiac signs this is the end of the episode I hope that you enjoyed my interpretation of all the zodiac signs. Remembering that no zodiac sign is good or bad. They all just have a light aspect and then a shadow aspect. And we're all here to kind of tap into all of them and get inspired by all of them. I love all of the zodiac signs and I think that we can learn a little bit from all of them. So yeah, bye guys.